Apocalypse, Mr. Batman. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me. Hey, Bemmers. Week three of Supermanuary here on Dark Side's Couch. This is James. This is Mike. Who the fuck is that? I'm Shay. This is the Kinks. Dude, this song rips. Yeah, yeah. wish I could fly like Superman. Yeah. It's six Dang. minutes long. Yeah, the answer to that is ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we're, I think that's the quickest we've gotten into the drug references in the course of the show. Hey, you can get it prescribed by a doctor now. Now it's medicine. Oh, okay. Oh, oh good. It's, it's crossed the threshold. It goes from horse tranquilizer to human psychedelic drug to psychiatric medicine. Yeah, then then it becomes required by the government. You have mm-hmm. to have it. They start I wouldn't putting want in the that. I wouldn't want that. I don't like. I've done like ketamine before. I don't know how no. the hell that's helpful to your mental state. That's for horses, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's horse, horse tranquilizer. tranquilizer. Yeah, but in the human bloodstream, it acts as a psychedelic, much like listening to the Kinks. Yeah, or Dark Side's mm-hmm. Couch. Yeah. Uh, it's Supermanuary. It sure is. We're into our third week of Superman comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a, a rousing success. It's been a massive success, which is strange considering that as of recording this episode, none of the episodes have actually been released yet. But I'm nope. assuming that by the time this is out, it has been a massive success. Everyone's talking about it. I think it's good because we put off Superman for so long, and now mm-hmm. we're getting like all of it at once, so we can really appreciate it. You're getting just a ketamine dose of uh, <laughs> yeah. Superman directly into your bloodstream. It's an IV drip. Yeah. Uh, kryptonite, ketamine, same thing. As we know, the idea of Superman drip is wearing a top hat with a cane in mm-hmm. your Superman costume. God, he yes. looked so good in that outfit. He did. He did. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I miss when rich with people. With his Rolls Royce. It's Rolls Royce. With, with his logo on it. Don't with forget Jenkins's, that. Jenkins' Jenkins. show four. Hold on to my hat, Jenkins. Or I, they I, are not indestructible like the rest of my Do you think Jenkins outfit. and Alfred hung out? Yeah. Sure, they sh- they share butling tips. They uh, smoke weed together. Mm, yeah, that's, that's, that's what they're into. I think I've got a bong thing here. There I go. Yeah, I miss the days when rich people would wear clothing to let you know they were rich. And now you see like Jeff Bezos in like a tech vest. And you're like, dude, we know or, you can afford uh, One of the, one of the what is it, the, uh, the Kardashians wearing a, a red NWO shirt? Yeah, stop it. Stop trying to relate. All right. You're on that shirt is planet. awesome. I wish it. I had a red NW. If any listeners want to send me a red <laughs> NWO shirt, that would be awesome. You get a screen press, make your own. Wait, New World Order, like the the wrestlers or like, yeah, like the what wrestlers. Bush created no, no, or like no. the conspiracy? No, no. The, like the WCW Wolfpack NWO. Okay. Or how about NWA, the, the rap troupe? I can't wear that shirt because it has the N word in it. Did I say rap troupe? You yeah. did. They're like a troupe. Yeah, I, I guess te- technically they are, but it makes yeah. it sound like they're sketch comedians. It's like yeah, it's no, like... it made you sound super duper out of touch with it. Well, mm. with the with the Wu Tang, you have to say clan. You do have to say clan. I bought several Public Enemy albums. I have. Uh huh. Don't don't make me prove it. I have them. I can pull no, them. That's up. cool. I totally believe you. I do. Uh, it took a nation of millions to hold them back. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But really, it was time. Time was the thing that. Held them back the most. Oh, it really does. It really does stop everything, doesn't it? Yeah. This Superman, is not. He just spins the earth back. We've spent a lot of time talking about the last episode, which was also an Action Comics episode. This is not. Uh, we didn't upload the wrong file. Mm-mm. This is not the. This is not last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Action Comics number three eighty one, 
from 1969, just a few years after 337 that we did last week. So mm -hmm. the wheel uh, provides. The wheel provides, and we'll see how this sort of um, how, how Superman has evolved over the past three years since the last issue. Not and, much. Uh, not much. <laughs> and I'll say, there's two there's two stories here, and uh, this Superman story is the only thing standing between us and the greatest Legion of Superheroes story ever told. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> I, I like I barely want to talk pleased. about uh, Superman. Yeah, here. Uh, well, I this. guess the, the Legion of Superheroes thing like, is perfect for me because it, it talks about the class issues and money and uh, being a simp. It, it's incredible. It, it wedged is. everything. In. And I've got some background that will maybe help contextualize <laughs> that story. Uh, but oh my god, it's like they wrote it for us. Yeah, they did. Uh, <laughs> this this the Superman uh, story too. They wrote for us. The Superman story is fine. It's fine. Uh, it's what I expected. You know, it's the same typical thing. If Superman does something unconventional, and we find out it was because somebody was infecting him, and then we just move on from it. That's pretty much the story. We don't yeah. even need to cover it. The yes, Superman is the salad before we get to the entree. Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that, all right. You know what? Calling it the entree, like that's a good way to to segue into it uh, considering the character involved oh yeah yeah oh oh yeah yeah stay tuned for the legion of superheroes to figure out what the hell that meant uh -huh. i just got it this superman story though that we're going to kick off with is called the dictator of earth written by the great leo dorfman who we've been seeing a lot from lately yep he goes golfing sometimes <laughs> art by uh jesus christ <laughs> art by kurt swan once again and george rusis dorfman swan I, the greatest combination Kurt, yeah, uh, Dorfman, the Dorfman-Swan combo. I mean, look, if I was 12 years old when this came out, I may have been entertained by it. I could see if, that. If they were in the Legion of Superheroes, they'd be uh, Dorf Boy and Swan Boy. Well, I think it would be Dorfman and Swan, Dorfman and Swan Boy. One no, I think it would be Dorf Boy and Swan Man. Oh, if they were in the Legion, though. Yeah, if they're in the, okay. because they're all children there, because... They yeah. don't have those labor laws and those pesky labor laws in the future. It's good to see that the libertarians got all that taken care of in the past so that the future children can be working. There are no unions in the future. Absolutely not. There are legions, though. Yes. The world the Legion of Superheroes occupies is baffling to me. But I It's guess pretty I, terrifying. It, it's not just terrifying, but it's... It's anachronistic, but it's also future. It's very, very strange. We'll get it's to like, that. Well, it's like a worst case scenario for a lot of stuff. God, I want to talk about it so badly. We'll right, get we're there. gonna get we're gonna get to it. Uh, we're gonna get to it. But on this cover here, we've got a Kurt Swan Murphy Anderson cover, looking very, very nice. Cool. Look how ripped Superman is. Uh, that's the first thing I noticed when we looked at this cover is that it's a, it's only been three years since the last issue, but it looks way more dynamic. Superman looks more ripped, a little more realistic. He looks great. He's on roids now. He's what you actually, Shay, I will say, due to the fact he is heavily muscled but not super big, I'd say he's aesthetically perfect. He might be the perfect man. Like, I don't think he's, a, he doesn't have a steroid physique. He's just really lean right now. This, mm. may, this is the ideal male form. You may not like it, but this is peak performance. Yep, he's aesthetic. See, you say that he's not big, but I think it's more that the suit is super tight. Yeah, well, it's a super suit. That's why he wears it with top hats and shit. Dude, I have to say, you still got to have the muscles to pull it off. I have a compression top that makes me look like a lard ass when I put it on. <laughs> and I feel so bad because I have some abs. I have some definition. And I put on this compression to top and I'm like, what the hell is that? What is wrong with me? Where did that come from? Yeah, I have the opposite problem where I'll wear like a tight t-shirt and I will look jacked beyond belief and I'll take it off mm -hmm. and I won't look ripped at all. <laughs> yeah, it's it's clothing makes the man, makes the it's Superman. So, it's so weird. 
I also am just noticing this now. So on this cover, Superman is at the UN and he's decided to plant the Superman flag in place of all the other flags. And you'll see he's gone in the background. He's knocked down a bunch of other nations' flags. He's left the American flag standing, though. Oh, yeah. Damn, yeah. And the UN flag. Well, you know what? Fuck those he guys. Doesn't, well, he doesn't in the uh, actual comic. He knocks everything he down, does. I think. Yeah, so does. I think it was probably a... Uh, comics code. Yeah, no, you're not knocking down the American. What flags flag. did he yeah, leave up I though? That. Uh, the UN flag and the American flag. No, there's two more. But are, they're, they're broke. But they're bending. I think this is the Italian flag. Is this not? Or no, no, this might be the Mexican flag. Well, there you go. Base I think it's the Mexican flag, and so it's bent. So it's not broken, but it's bent to let them know that like they're on the bubble. You're yeah, okay. Like, but yeah, they're they're all right for now. Don't fuck up again. Yeah. Uh, and then this is oh god. Uh, uh, it's. Two green stripes and an orange stripe. I, I don't, don't even know. know what that is. I don't know what that is. Uh, that's kind of barely hanging on. The Japanese flag is bent to uh, shit. That's not even the, the the Japanese flag that existed at that time. Well, then, well... <laughs> that was the World War II Japanese flag, the rising sun. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah, wow. they didn't have that after World War II, I don't Oh, think. wow. Well, I mean, that, maybe that's why he took it down. He was angry that they weren't updating the flag at the right. UN. Yeah, you guys then, weren't cool in 1940... And then there's this, uh, I mean, it's not, I, I don't know, it's it's yellow and blue. I don't know what that is either. I, I'm not seeing this flag exist. You're looking for him? I looked up flag two green stripes, one orange, and... I wonder if Google Lens can tell me. Google Lens is pretty incredible. It finds a lot of things that I otherwise wouldn't I find. found Google Lens to be a huge pain in the ass when I'm like cutting out images for YouTube. That How are you using me. Google Lens? You don't have a smartphone. It's on uh it's on your your desktop too. You know, I've had it work on some pretty incredible stuff. It did not work on this. So yeah, whatever. All right. Well then we don't know what flag that is. Yeah, it's not it real. might just be made up, I guess. It's fake yeah, news. It might be. Like it all countries. Fake. There's fake no country. countries. Fake country. Everyone who gets on a plane goes to another country, first they're they're gassed till they fall asleep and then they're brainwashed to believe they went on vacation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. this flat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's a far side cartoon as well. Yeah. I think it's an anime, too, like a really old anime. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into this. I'm ready for this. So, Superman, uh, we get this splash page that lets us know how the story's going to shake out, and Superman has knocked over the Statue of Liberty and replaced it with a giant uh, statue of himself. And Superman in this image is 60. He's he, Well, yeah, he's feeling the years a little bit. Look at that. He's got a turkey neck. What I like here is that Superman... I, I, I'm sorry. I, yes? I have to go back. The green, white, and red striped flag... Mm-hmm. That's not Mexico? Germany? North really? Rhine? Are you sure we had to go back? Because it doesn't sound like we're sure about this. No, this is... Or that we needed flag, to go back. <laughs> but it's it's a flag that I don't think has been in use for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's what you, Superman was sure? doing. He was just updating the flags. Oh, you know what? The the Mexican flag yeah. is the same colors, but they go in the other direction. Yep. Which makes me think it's the Italian flag. Let's look up the Italian flag then. Nope. Also the same colors, but because uh, no, it's you know the what? vertical versus horizontal lines. Yeah, it's like uh, outer limits. All right, I don't know. I don't know about these flags. I'm not sure about these flags. Fuck y'all flags. Yeah, flags are stupid. Yeah, flags are dumb. Nationalism Stop is stupid. Things. If you flip it and it's red, white, and green, mm-hmm. it's Hungary. I don't think the artists know about flags. This is a great conversation for an audio medium. <laughs> discussing the orientations of flags. Cut I don't it. know. 
Just cut it out then. <laughs> you know, I'm and trying. And we're back. I'm trying to not have to cut so much, so we'll see. We'll see how that works out. <laughs> what I like about the splash page, though, is that uh, Superman has knocked over the Statue of Liberty, but he just left it on Ellis Island. Yeah, he just lets you know that how he th- how he feels about it. He could have thrown it into the ocean or something, but instead, now they got to figure out how to get this statue off Ellis Island. Yeah, Superman's like solution to a lot of problems is throwing it into the ocean. Yeah. yeah. It's a I'm sure Aquaman fucking loves that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he gets he gets a little testy about it sometimes, but whatever. He can't sometimes be watching it's like, the whole thing. We're supposed to understand that other superheroes exist alongside Superman, but then we read all these stories where it doesn't seem like that's the case. Not not back in these days they weren't really doing that. At the like it, unless they were explicitly showing up in each other's comics, it was kind of accepted that they're all in their own universes. Considering how erratic he's been in these in the last two comics we did, I think all the other guys are just avoiding him. That, that's also possible as well. They all just stick to their own books. They're like, yikes. I don't know what's going on like, What are you going to do, right? Yeah, you can't stop them. <laughs> you just got to let them do it. <laughs> I didn't notice the, the Statue of Liberty laying down behind the statue yeah. of Superman. I didn't even notice that until you brought yeah. it up. He just knocked it over and left it there on Ellis Island. Yeah. I wonder why the, the base of... He could have just reused that. Mm-mm. I wonder why the base of the Statue of Liberty is that weird shape. Like, what Freemasonry oh, yeah. is that? I don't know. Yeah, you're not going to be able to channel satanic powers with that. Yeah, you need right. a pentagram. Yeah. Right? Maybe it's an extra large pentagram. Yeah. It's got more points like, for more more magic. Some sort of fifth dimensional pentagram. Uh-huh. Yeah. Our tiny brains can't comprehend. I mean, I guess as soon as you put more than five points on it, it's no longer technically a pentagram. Nope. It's a, well, it's a pentagram plus. So, uh, oh, that's their that's the demonic streaming service. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Pentagram Plus. Fuck it's yeah, commercial dude. free. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yep, Dark yep, Side's yep. Catch soon to be on Pentaga- Pentagram Plus. Yep, they're, we're on their their launching platform. Pentagam is uh, your evil grandmother. <laughs> All right. All right. So here we are. I like su- it. <laughs> All right. So Superman's at his Fortress of Solitude, and he's monitoring the news, and apparently he's been going on a super vandal spree, just destroying things throughout the world. Yes. As he does. And he's sweating about it because he doesn't seem to be denying any of it. He seems like he, he's, he's, he's regretful, he's guilty, but he's not denying it. I like how he doesn't really do anything wrong. He just, like, wrecks some stuff, and his first thought is, like, superpower suicide. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, he, well, he does. It's another instance, like in our last comic, of where he's just feeling compelled to do shit. <laughs> yeah. This is a common thing. See, this is why Mike loves these comics all of a sudden, but I've tried to explain, like, once you've done a few of them, you start realizing they're the same comic over and over. That's right, the problem. He, well, no, it's, the first one we did, the first mm-hmm. one we did, he split into two people and solved the uni- all of existence's problems. Right. That's why it was an imaginary tale. All right. That one was great. The, then after mm-hmm. that, he went insane. Yes. The, most of the stories are like this. This is the same problem I have with the Silver Age Batman stories. They're fun to read one or two or to watch one or two episodes of the Adam West Batman show. But then you start realizing, oh, they're, they're pretty much exactly the same. Well, here, here it's like uh, Superman is accused of crimes. He goes, ah, shit, I don't remember doing it. I guess Probably I did. did. Who else would have? Who else could have possibly done these horrible things? He's just so like like uh sad about all of this like he wants to be punished well he loves his planet but here he's just like i'll just he has something called gold kryptonite or gold k which is i call the really good ketamine Mm -hmm. yeah and and he just and this will erase he even writes it on the box danger gold kryptonite inside will erase superpowers Superpowers permanently. permanently how does he know that 
What are you t- talking about? Because he knows what gold kryptonite does. It's right, been but studied. How, but if he's the only Kryptonian, oh, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. And if he saw what that does to him, then he wouldn't have powers now. Well, you know what? They say, they always, and I've mentioned this before, it really annoys me that they call Superman the last son of Krypton. They make a big deal about it all the time. And then as time goes on, we find out that, that thousands of people are still alive from Krypton. The entire bottle city of Kandor, uh, Supergirl made it. Uh, his dog... His yeah. dog's still around. Uh, she, he may not have been controlling. What's with the dog, though? Do they have dogs on Krypton? No, actually, I think that may have been a, an actual dog that got hit with like uh, some sort of power. I, I don't. I don't remember the secret origin of crypto. I don't care about crypto. But like General Zod, and then they brought back Superman's dad. It's like, did anybody die when Krypton exploded? Did anyone die at all? James, if you die before me on your grave, it's going to say it's going to have James, and it's going to have a quote that says, "I don't care about crypto." Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Well, let's be very clear about it. I'm only talking about the dog, the James. currency. I'm all in on James, the podcaster. He didn't care for crypto. No, no, no. I don't. I don't want anything fungible in my life. And there's an image of you looking like superior. <laughs> Do good for crypto. I'm assuming that'll be an anti-campaign ad for James. It'd be like James, the podcaster. Too mm. good for crypto in black and white. <laughs> in black and uh, white. Pay for and then the Navy next Pritzker. commercial is for his own NFT. <laughs> yeah, his pro, his pro. James is too good for crypto. Like it's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've superseded the value of crypto. <laughs> yeah. My point is, I think they probably use the gold kryptonite on some Kendorian or something, and they. they yeah, how, so if Superman has gold kryptonite and he's yeah. got all those Kryptonian prisoners in the Phantom Zone that are trapped in a perpetual hell. Why doesn't he release them and just take away their powers and let them live on Earth? That's a good idea. He probably should, probably should do that. Yeah, because like what he's doing now is like cruel. Yeah, yeah, he's a monster. He's a it's not like guy. he's robbing them of something. Like when they lived on Krypton, they didn't have any powers anyway. Yeah, but they lived amongst Kryptonians who were awesome. They don't want to live al- around humans, plebeians. Hey, that's how I feel. Yeah, it's rough. I hate these guys. Well, and it's not that they're trapped alone. They're trapped with each other. Yeah, I'd be different yeah. if you were alone. No, that's fair. Yeah, there will be other Kryptonians. There'll be the other depowered cr- criminal Kryptonians. I want to get to this Legion story so badly, and we're on page two of the Superman story. And There's just a lot me. to decompress, all right? There's, There's a lot so to talk much about. more in the back half of this book. All right. So Superman decides, uh, no, 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 I'm not going to take away my powers. They're my powers. I can do whatever I want. He Based. slams the door to the Fortress of Solitude so hard that it... it, it it causes rubble and debris to fall and the and the door itself to warp. And it knocks the Earth out of orbit, freezing the humans. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty brutal. Well, he, he, he says, uh, I'm sick of being a namby-pamby do-gooder. Based. So now he's going to do whatever he wants. He should have been doing that all along. That's, well, you know, he's, he's learning his lesson. Wait till the world sees 60s. my next evil super deed. <laughs> yeah, he. so now I'm going to give it away a little bit here. It turns out that Superman is actually not evil. He's putting on a work. But here he's flying through the sky and it is, it's his own internal monologue saying, wait till the world sees my next evil super deed. Yeah. yeah who's he talking to? I, was th- yeah. I noticed this too. What are they talking about? What's going on here? Maybe he's just having fun with it. You know, if you're gonna, if you got to do it anyway, you might as well have a good time. So here yeah. we see, like at the UN, uh, there's these two people mm-hmm. like watching Superman. There was like a blonde guy in a Superman mm-hmm. costume, and a brunette woman wearing a Superman costume, but her Superman symbol is green. Who the fuck are these people? These are the Superman Revenge Squad. They are. Uh, They're called pe- liquidators, though. 
No, I think the the effect we oh yeah, they are the liquidators. I think the liquidators is like a like the navy seals of the of the Who the fuck are the lick where are they from? All right. Why are the, they dressed as Superman? All right, hang on now. The Superman Revenge Squad is a gang of villains who uh hold grudges against Superman and have decided to get together uh and work together to bring him down. They wear Superman costumes to mock him and their Superman emblems are actually crypto kryptonite. They're glowing. Oh, I see. Are so, they uh, Kryptonians? I guess uh, not if they got kryptonite shields. Yeah, I don't uh, yeah, I don't think that's the case. Although one of them is named Dorks. D O R X. And he Dorks. goes fishing and he walks on his knees. Yep, I was about to make Dor- the joke too, and this is Dorks on Superman. Uh, dorks on revenge. <laughs> dorks on liquidation. Uh, yeah, revenge so. of the dorks. <laughs> All right. Dumb. So they're watching Superman go to the UN building. They're having a great time. And we realize that, oh, the Superman Revenge Squad exposed him to red kryptonite, uh, which caused him to act erratically and do all kinds of stuff and caused him to black out and all kinds of things. And so th- that, that's what really happened, that everyone believes Superman committed all these crimes. When Superman gets to the UN, he flies by the circle of flags and sticks his hand out, chopping yes. down all the flagpoles. When, I'm a, when I was a kid, I pretended to be able to do that. <laughs> It's a pretty well, incredible move. I love the fact that he chops down all the flagpoles and then goes full millennial slash full grandma and knits a new flag. Full so, pentagam. Yeah, let's be... Full pentagam. Also, dork side's couch. Dork side's couch. All right. I like that. I'll give you one of those. It's good for that. Uh... <laughs> I want to be clear here. Superman decides to knit his own super flag using the f- previous flagpoles that he'd knocked down, which are a- as if they're like knitting. What are they called, Shay? What are they called? Knitting, knitting needles. 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 Yeah. Which also suggests that the flags were just planted in like stakes and they didn't have like plates. Foundations. And foundations <laughs> and bolts like every other flag I've ever seen. Right. Yep. They just stuck these ones in. Yep. And the flags are knittable. And they are knittable, so he's well, knitted he says, them together. Yeah, he said he shredded them all into ribbons. Oh, which I somehow, see. Yeah, which I but see. he changed somehow, their colors. Yeah. yeah, somehow changed their colors. Somehow gotten the ribbons so small that it can work as thread to a point of where you can yes. make out an image. He is Superman. I mean, I mean, I like the fact that the other people from the UN are looking on, just realizing they're completely impotent I'm saying in the situation. This is weaving. This is weaving that he's done, and they yeah. they look at it as knitting. It's this wrong. Comic doesn't, this Fuck com- this comic. This comic doesn't get any better. I'm gonna be weaving. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Superman. We're adorable this week. <laughs> So Superman plants his flag and decides that he's taking over the whole world. There's nothing anybody can do about it. And he he's right to do it. Look how yeah, like how we're, we're running the world. He's clearly the like the best guy for the job. I mean, we've had a lot of dictators and we've survived. So whatever, give him. He's a chance. got. He's smarter than everyone by like a million. He yeah. can do anything, and he uh, is going to live like ten times longer than anyone else. Yeah, and he's so got he great has, abs. So he can like have plans that last longer than a human lifetime. Yeah, he can really think about the long con here. He should be in charge. Yeah. So he the should super- plant that pole and then just pole dance on it just as an ultimate. Yeah, oh, he kind of is. I am I am in, uh, like, I yeah. own this. He looks like he's Mario sliding down the pole after grabbing the flag. Yeah, he does. Doodly, 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 doodly. 
So the Superman Sorry, Revenge Nikki. Squad uh, mentions that, uh, oh shit, now Superman's just actually doing this stuff. Like, we didn't expect that to happen, but cool, bonus. They're like, all right. <laughs> and somewhere Lex Luthor's Fine. just screaming, I told you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he'd be like, shit. He's like taking the cyanide pill out of a box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got no point Or again, they'd life. be calling Lex Luthor and saying, okay, you were right. Well, like, you do, <laughs> yeah, what you do, do we your do? thing. He's like, what do we do? He's like, shit, nothing. It's too <laughs> late now, bitch. You can't stop him. And he's like, I, have you like if there was a way to do it, don't you think I would have done it? <laughs> so uh, he then turns himself in. Superman turns himself in. He says, "Put me on trial. I think I'm guilty. Let's go ahead and prove that I'm guilty." Right? They're like, yeah, you're guilty. We just saw you knock down all those flags. Yeah, I don't really understand. Well, I mean that and technically that part is just kind of vandalism. So like what happened? So like he declares himself emperor of the world, but then he like comes to? Yeah, he comes to. He uh-huh. says, Oh, what happened? Where am I? Although oh, I think this yeah, is all yeah. a work at See? this point. Ketamine. This is all a all a work. No, no, no. It's just part of the work. Uh ketamine wouldn't even affect him. He wouldn't even feel it. Uh-huh. If it's if it's uh gold K, it will. If it's gold K. Yeah. Uh so uh, so for whatever reason, the Superman Revenge Squad decides to go to the Fortress of Solitude because I guess they know Superman's not home. So just whatever. Let's go Are hang out there. Are they aliens? I think yes. Yes. I can't imagine they're Kryptonian, Yes, because they, they go back to another planet. Because they're just yeah. sexy humans. Well, so are Kryptonians. It's true. Well, all mm. aliens are based on sexy humans because we're all made yeah. in the image of God. Uh, there you go. That's Thank true. you. God Thank you, Shay. Look- God does look like an American. We're recording on a Sunday. The holiest of the, days. The holiest of days, Bobby. Uh, My Hank Hill impression gets worse and worse as yeah. time goes on. Like, it used to be really good, and now it's a shit. Maybe you should give it a rest. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you, dude. I just hit all my uh, Hank Hill buttons and none of them work because I remapped everything. Yes! And I've been sitting here for 30 seconds trying to get Hank Hill to say something. Fuck, I can't do yes. it. Oh, the, su- the Superman Revenge Squad came into James's apartment and <laughs> changed all the buttons. I paid them all off, guys. Fuck. I'm getting all these, I'm getting all these a yellow exclamation points. <laughs> yeah, Shay's an, yeah, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, an eliminator? A liquidator? Liquidator. Yeah, a liquidator, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they arrive at the Fortress of Solitude and they decide, well, I guess we'll monitor this from here because as we've learned in the sixties, everyone has monitors on everything everywhere. And Superman knocked the door down so they can just go in now. They just walk right in. There's a big hole. Which means he's letting the heat out. (laughs) And it's gotta be expensive. Dude, that gas bell, the North Pole. Well, not anymore. Now it's like 60 up there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he doesn't, uh, use heat because he just doesn't feel cold. I'm thinking it's more likely that Superman caused global warming. So that it wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't nicer. have to heat that place. You know, like with global, like pretty soon, like uh, when the ice caps finally finish melting, kids are going to know what the fuck this is all about. Because like Superman's going to live in like the frozen wastelands of the North yeah. Pole or wherever yeah. the fuck. And it's going to be just like, there's not going to be any ice there anymore. It's going to be great. They're going to be just strip malls. It would <laughs> just be like the crystal palace he's got up there and you can see from space. There he it's is. Gonna, it's going to be Amazon depots and Tesla factories. Yeah, they move in. They move yep. into the Crystal Palace of Superman. Yep. Uh, so Superman begins his trial, and he's telling them, look, I'm guilty. We don't even have to go through all this. This guy's like, hey, Superman, I'm a dictator that was put in power by the CIA, and you <laughs> killed all the people who tried to oust me, so I owe you big. Oh, yeah. I remember like, yeah, that. I did that for Reagan. Yeah, that was a good day. Like, well, this was is really, before Reagan. Really good for me, Superman, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is pre-Reagan, but we all knew he was coming. We could feel yeah. it in the air. I mean, come on now. It's the uh, spirit of Reagan, for sure. Yeah, for sure. 
So uh, then we have a delegate from Iraq saying that, hey, man, uh, Superman came in and to our museum and he ripped the head off of our winged bull statue and put his own head on there instead. That's so, that's so funny because, like, ISIS eventually did that. <laughs> like, we're offended, but moreover, we're just wondering why he thought that was a cool thing to do. We want to thank Superman for destroying the pagan idols that are keeping Allah from blessing our country. <laughs> Uh, and so then they have the head and they're like, Hey, we're, here's the head that Superman ripped off. And look, his, his fingerprints fit right in. His handprint is right there on the head of this thing. You know, that means that Superman just left it next to the statue that he vandalized, just like the Statue of Liberty. That's what he does. Superman's not cleaning yeah. up. No, like, he so wants did the statue, was, was the Statue of Liberty actually destroyed or was that just a splash page to give us an idea of what was happening? No, oh, it yeah. looks like it was. So, well, like, I'm, does he ever go back to fix these things? Nope. Well, no, I'm saying in the... Con- yeah, I think what Mike is saying is in the context of the story after the splash page, do we ever see that Statue of Liberty thing? Yeah. I don't know that we do. So maybe... Like, no, it's that- just implied that that's where the story starts. It's a deleted scene. Is that just so we're supposed to believe that the Statue of Liberty in the DC universe from now on is just Superman? Uh, I hope so. I really I hope, hope so that's too. the case. I'd like to think more that he went back after all of this picked it back up, removed his statue, and that he just has a giant-ass statue of himself now. Right? He in, puts it in the Batcave next to the Penny. Next, Yeah, next to the T-Rex. What if he like put, made like a compromise and put the Statue of Liberty head back up or replaced the head with the Superman head? Yes. That's a, it's a good compromise. We do have to pay tribute to this man. He's better like, than us. Hey, guys, you know, I, I am the only protection you have against the fucking Sun Eater. I think it's a small price to pay to put my face on the monument. That's a pretty terrifying Superman villain, yeah, the Sun Eater. That's a pretty terrifying concept. He Superman has some pretty cool uh, rogues. He has some pretty cool bad guys. Yeah. He doesn't get enough credit for that, but like Mongol and Parasite. Yeah, Parasite's great. Oh, I have a fun fact about Parasite that's going to tie into our Legion of Superheroes story. Oh, good. Good that, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, so anyways, so, uh, yeah, they're going through this trial and they're looking at all the various crimes he's committed. Did he put his own face on the, on the quarter? Yeah, he did, but you can't really tell the difference. No, yeah, you really can't. He's just a a handsome dude in the 60s. That's all He replaced this white man with a different white man. (laughs) Did he? Everybody's confused in the jury. They're like, ah, Kryptonians aren't white, though. They're like, yeah, that's true. Not technically white. Uh, then we see that he, I guess he broke into, did he bring into, a, bring into a vault or something? He broke into the mint by slamming through the wall and leaving a Superman-shaped hole. Like a cartoon. Like a cartoon. Like the, like the Kool-Aid man. Which means that this is how he broke in. He just had his, his legs <laughs> straight just... down, his arms at his side, and he just went chest first through a wall. That's how he was flying around. Just like, yeah, no, like there's, there's nothing that says he has to be like a certain position to fly. Yeah, he's equally powerful every part of his body. In the uh, the the panel with the 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 giant dime that he defaced, it looks mm-hmm. like the guy on the left is Henry Kissinger. Oh yeah, yeah, it yeah. absolutely could be. Like it's Henry Kissinger. There yeah, he is. That's just, but that's just how everyone looked at that he's, time. He's still wondering how he could fuck over South America some more. Yeah, is he still yeah. alive? Yeah, unfortunately, the war criminal Henry Kissinger is still alive. Uh, so Superman is getting very frustrated about this, and he starts yelling at them that it's it's time to convict me. This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, and it's I'll go pretty to pretty clear. And I'll go to prison and not go crazy with red kryptonite anymore. I promise. So when we find out that uh, supposedly the liquidators committed most of these atrocities. Why is there still a Superman-shaped hole then? Because we're led to believe Superman didn't actually do this. And how are the Liquidators able to do it? Do they also have Superman powers? I guess so. 
Like well, the they, they're the ones won. that changed the Statue of Liberty. We saw Superman. We do saw it. Superman do it. It's just a very confusing story. I don't think they're doing any of it. I think at what they've done is influencing him to do those things. Uh, no, they, we, uh, not really, because they say later on that uh, they did it all. The, he says, we knew about the blackout phase, the conscience syndrome. I don't know. Yeah, the, you know what? I think Shay may be onto something because this is the blackout phase. So I think the red kryptonite made him black out and then do crazy things because he was he was all hopped up on red K. You know, I did real. I, I understand that they have the different kryptonites because it like helps them write stories. But the different color kryptonites are stupid. Why? What's wrong with different color? Uh, you also had a problem with different colored lanterns too. Yeah, I don't like you that just, either. You just hate expanding mythos. No, it's just like come up with something else. Like that's not that's lazy. Fine, fine. God, choking on my own rage here. Uh, so uh, yeah, they want to convict. Uh, the the Superman Revenge Squad is watching all of this through the monitors in in the Fortress of Solitude for some bizarre reason. Don't know why they want to watch from there. Yeah, but little do they know, Superman is his own monitor. Like he pretty much can look in any direction and see whatever he wants. Right, he has omnivision. So here we start to get an idea of what's going on. And Superman says, hey, can we go out to the plaza to continue the trial out in the plaza? And the chairman says, well, what are we going to do? Tell you no? So I guess, yeah, I guess that's what we're doing. We're having trial out in the plaza. Yep. So (laughs) we're we're technically your prisoners, Superman. I mean, we're we're powerless in this situation. If he breathes too hard, he'll freeze the room. (laughs) Yes. This, This trial is a farce. Uh, like, we're only doing this because you're making us do this trial, <laughs> Superman. Like, we're terrified of you. It's trying to get your weird jollies on this. Like, you, we burned to death if you look at us too hard. You know, I heard that, uh, I guess Superman just wanted to be treated normally for once, and I heard that Michael Jackson once bought out a grocery store and paid people to pretend to just be normal patrons there so that he could pretend to shop like a normal person once. Oh, you know, I heard about that. That's what Superman's doing here. He just wants to be treated like a normal human being. He just wants to cosplay as a human. As he looks at everything. (laughs) You can't stop it. This is what the song Common People is about. That song rips. (laughs) It does. So Superman looks up at the, 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 the ball at the top of his Superman flag, and it's connected to Telstar, which I guess is his satellite. Yeah. Which is connected back to the Fortress of Solitude. Yep. And it turns out that through this, uh, well, he's planted a, uh, a receiver in the flag so that he could then hear what was going on in the Fortress of Solitude. Because he assumed that his enemies were going to go into this Fortress of Solitude, and that's why he destroyed the door? So well, he, in theory, yeah. he could have heard them talking. Oh, sure. He could hear anything. And this well, is one of the needed... things I yeah, this is one of the hmm. issues I have with Superman comics. Is that in theory he could fix this immediately, but we just this power he just doesn't have this issue. Yeah, I mean the powers definitely did uh, uh, scale to fit the story for sure. S- Superman's all about dog and pony shows. Yeah. Well, this is this isn't a modern problem though. This is a silver age problem. Like he could have just ignored everyone being upset with him and just grabbed those two liquidators and threw them into space and just moved on. Yeah, but then his reputation is still tarnished. What what negative what negative effect will that have on his life? I mean, he wants to be liked. Like like there all you go. of us. All right, that's that's the answer. That's so follow Darkside's couch on YouTube and Twitter. Yes, and Twitter. Yeah. 
Uh, so he, uh, he hears the, uh, liquidators or yeah, they are the liquidators. Technically he hears the liquidators confessing to everything, which they probably shouldn't have done. They shouldn't yeah, have which, been saying shit like that. Which Superman hears and has a speaker on the pole as well. So yes. everyone else can hear it. No, I oh. don't think, I don't think there's a speaker on the pole, which is also weird. Cause now it's still, it just looks like Superman's doing whatever he wants. <laughs> Nobody hears it. What are you saying, Shay? It does say in this part though, that they did commit the crimes. So yes. Mike remembered previously. Yes. So look sorry, Mike, Mike. You look were right. Mike, look at Mike reading the book and remembering. Yeah. This is a, I mean, it's it's a very confusing story. I, I must have had some times. red kryptonite because I'm acting out of character. <laughs> uh, that wasn't kryptonite. That was the other K. Oh, right. That was uh, that good-ass gold K. Yeah. Uh, so Superman runs in and he intercepts these guys and he explained what happened, uh, which is that, yeah, he was flying by Telstar and he saw that... Uh, the uh, Superman Revenge Squad had sabotaged Telstar and put some red kryptonite in there. Right. And that was making him act erratically. Right. So, so for some reason. So some other things happened. Uh, he he took a, so he say, he mentions that when he slammed the Fortress of Solitude's door, an electronic security device broke off, and he can use that in his plan, as if he couldn't have just taken it. Like, I don't understand why I had to break off of the door. It's a very confusing plot. Superman could also just fly to the planet where the Superman Revenge Squad live, and he could kill them from orbit. Yes, he could just blast them out of space. Uh, So, yeah, he he then implanted this security device from his door into Telstar, uh, used his laser vision to melt some lead over the red K so that it wouldn't affect him anymore, and then pretended like he was still under the effect of the red K so that he could set up this flag so that he could hear the Superman Revenge Squad in the Forces of Solitude confessing their crime. Even though he already knew they were doing it. Even though he already knew they were doing it, I had no reason to believe that they were going to be in the Forces of Solitude. Right. And then, and then we find out at the end, the best panel here is uh, the UN says, hey, Superman, maybe you should like stop those guys. They're just leaving. And Superman says, oh, don't worry about it. Uh, if you're a member of the Superman Revenge Squad and you fail in your mission, uh, you have lifelong slavery imposed upon you. Superman also sends them home by throwing their spaceship into space. Is that what he's doing? I thought he was just waving goodbye. No, he's tossing them into space. But like, in order to get enough speed... Yeah. to throw a spaceship to another planet, the Gs would destroy the Earth. I was just going to say, yeah, the sonic boom would still be resonating through the world. Well, it would be a light speed sonic boom. Yeah. So, like, every like the planet would just be obliterated. Would annihilate us. Well, I guess he just needs to... Maybe he's just trying to get the spaceship to escape, uh, reach escape velocity. Yeah, they just freeze to death in space. Yeah, just, just get them out of orbit. Well, it's either you freeze to death in space or you go back to your planet and you become enslaved. Yeah, like, both are... Yeah, he's better off just going to their planet and just killing them all. Yeah, I think you'd thank me. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, only like, I only like superheroes that kill their villains. I know. Oh, I believe me. I am aware of this. Like, just kill those motherfuckers. They're going to keep doing shit. So, luckily, that's done. Yep. And moving on to, really, the the meat of this. uh, It's a story called The Hapless Hero, starring the Legion of Superheroes, written by... Now, this is back in the days before DC was putting the credits in their books, so I had no idea that this little tale was written by Mr. Jim Shooter. All right. 
The Jim Shooter, uh, Marvel Editor-in-Chief, 6'7 Man Mountain Jim Shooter. He started the Marvel New Universe. He guided Kickers Incorporated. Fantastic. Uh, he created Valiant Comics. Controversial guy. He was known for having a very strict editorial hand. He was also known for giving commission incentives to writers and illustrators if their books sold well. He also banned gay characters from Marvel Comics for a while. So, controversial guy. I didn't uh, know which ones were gay. Yeah, well, he has a list. He has great gaydar. Like, they write the characters. <laughs> so, like, what the fuck? Well, no, he, he was saying you can't make the character gay. That's dumb. Dude, it was, it was a homophobic time. I'm not defending it. I'm just giving, trying to give a full picture of a very complex figure. I can't wrap my head around that. That just blows my mind that people care. It was why, would a different... a, why would a straight man want less gay people? Now you have less competition for women. Well, first of all, we're talking about fiction. Are we talking about fictional characters or are we talking about actual real life homophobia? I'm talking about actual real life homophobia. Like, I don't understand it. Like, why would you want more rivals for women? I, I, I mean, I guess it's just you believe you're just that alpha. Like, that's so dumb. I don't I'm know. Like, yeah, I, be gay. Are you seriously <laughs> awesome. putting me in a position to defend homophobia? Like, I got to come on the on the pro of this. Not only are there going to be less guys in general to to, to pick up women, but they're going to convince other guys to be gay too. Yeah, that's how it works. We're going to recruit them to their g- gay agenda. Some of those gay guys are cute. Of course they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to question some ideologies in the yeah. old brain here. It's a lot of beautiful gay men, dude. Yeah. Point is, Jim Shooter wrote this, uh, art by Wynn Mortimer and Jack Abel. But the reason this is notable is, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but uh, Jim Shooter started writing comics at a very young age. 13! Oh, no wonder he's homophobic. So, this is... This is just me making assumptions here, but uh, Shooter began sending in scripts to DC when he was 13, and at 14, they offered him a job writing Legion of Superheroes, all right? Dang. His family was struggling financially, which is part of the reason he pursued all this, again, at the age of 14. With his first check from DC, he paid to have his father's car repaired so he, could have to, so he didn't have to keep walking to his job every day, all right? So I think, as we'll see in the story, he's definitely projecting himself onto Matter Eater Lad in this mm-hmm. story. For sure. Um, but he was interested, even at the age of 14 years old, he was interested in injecting a lot more of the character-driven elements from the Marvel books into DC, which is where we start seeing a lot of the interpersonal personal drama. But he's also coming from a position of a kid. Mm-hmm. He's, he's seeing this as a kid. And so this yeah. is being written. I, I, I did the math on this, and this came out right after he turned... 18 so he probably was 17 when he wrote this story i wonder if dc knew i don't think i don't know if they knew that when he was sending in scripts when he was 13 but by the time they offered him a job at 14 yes because he and his mother went to new york to meet with dc so by the time he was 14 they were like okay i I guess that's something that'll only happen back then and now Yes. No, no, no. We just talked about how in the future there's no unions and there's child labor. So yeah. really, the only times this happens back then and and in the future. A thousand more years. Well, because uh, of like TikTok and YouTube, like we have really young like superstars now. Yeah. 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 We true. do. Yeah. yeah. And, and back all, then they just didn't care. They're going to be super well adjusted. Because uh, back the then other, you died at 35. And the other thing that is not true. That was only because uh, so many children died at such a young age that it skewed the average life expectancy. And then once we started figuring out how to keep kids from dying in the first year of their life, 
the uh, average life expectancy went way up. Didn't we look up once like old like actors from like the 1930s and they were like they look like they were 50 years old. Yeah. And it turns out they were like yeah. 22. Yep. Pe- people were not moisturizing. You got to moisturize fuck? people. You got to moisturize now before it's too late because it's not going to matter once you have leather skin. Cigarettes, constantly Stop drinking hard shit. alcohol and red meat for every meal. Oh, my God. You got to knock that shit off. Can you also, imagine drinking that much all the time? I'll also say this, in like his 8th or ninth grade biology class, Jim Shooter got an idea for a little villain called Parasite. Oh, hey. He created okay. Parasite when he was about 16 years old. Right. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Can Matter Eater Lad eat the sun? Yes. Wow. Yes. That is Going a back hi- to Sun Eater. That is a high thought. Well, like, uh, the the sun sun is made of matter, but it's also ignited, so it's mostly energy. I think he would do it, but it would, um, because I can't remember what it was, but he ate something radioactive and he went insane for a while. So he can do it, but it's going to have an effect on him. So I would say it would make him very, very sick. In the Legion of Superheroes cartoon, he ate, there's like a a super villain group called the Frightful Four or Frightful Five. Mm -hmm. And one of the characters is like a witch with like a magic eyeball and he ate it and got in and it put him in a coma for like the rest of the season. Yeah. So it still affects him. He can't eat things. I I guess we should give a little bit of context here. The Legion of Superheroes takes place in the year 3000. They're influenced by Superboy and they decided to start their own uh, superheroing group, I suppose you would say. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're made up of a bunch of teenagers and young people. And they all have a unique power set, which means that they get increasingly ridiculous because only one person with one power can be in the team at at a given time. So you end up with characters like Matter Eater Lad, who comes from a planet of people that have weird gut biomes and had to learn how to eat stones and shit like that. So is he a human that is part of a group of colonists that went to the planet and then they changed because of the environment they were in? No, he's an alien. Or is he an alien? He's just a straight-up alien. Okay. Straight-up alien. Because that'll happen. If you send a a group of humans to a planet, they're going to adapt to that planet or they're going to die and they're going to change. They're going to take over that planet. So I just assumed... Like, in the thousand years between now and when this comic takes place, a bunch of humans just got changed based based on the planet they were on. No, I mean, it's possible that that is the, the secret history of these planets and these civilizations and why they all look human. But as we're told at this time, now he's just a flat-out alien. Okay. So, like, uh, the romance in this comic is really gross. <laughs> I don't know if it's gross so much as it's just uh, bizarre. I mean, it's bestiality. Oh, because they're alien. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess they're not if you're... the same species. I mean, but they don't. We're we're projecting our human concepts of what sex and romance should be. They're right. In the year three thousand, they're gonna hear this and call me a bigot. Yeah, yeah. You weren't okay with them having sex with other species. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I'm a monster. It's so problematic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so, I, 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 but I deserve to be canceled in the year three thousand. I mean, for the by the I've time, but by, by the time this episode reaches these other planets it will be the year 3000 oh my god what they must think of me yeah we are losing subscribers right on planet matter eater lad yeah i was was playing the long con i was hoping that we would get a lot of subscribers in the year 3000 and and at the rate we're going it's gonna look good (laughs) yeah it'll be a big one we got it Year 3000 is going to be huge. It's going to be the year for Darkseid's Couch. Yep, I tell it's you happened. what. It's happening. The year for Darkseid's Couch. Yeah. And, and by then, Darkseid will be in the public domain and won't be sued anymore. Yeah. Yes. It's, I told you I plotted all this stuff out from day one. I knew this was going to happen. Oh, look at that. Big brain on James. Big brains. So 
oh god where to even start with this I don't so know. <laughs> we see we get a little splash page and basically shrinking violet one of the members of the legion of superheroes is uh she's caught in a love triangle between matter eater lad who can eat matter and duplicate boy who can do anything which seems like it completely negates what you just said yes about not right. having the same power as somebody else Right, he he kind of flies in the face of that. Actually, is, is he I'm the not, Legion or is he just a character? Is, he's not. I don't know if he's technically. I mean, I know he is later, but I'm not sure if he's technically a member of the Legion at this point. So maybe that's how they get around it. But truthfully, if you really want to get into the the, the weeds about it, no, his power is to mimic other powers. That's not a duplicate of anybody else's power. That's not a, you know, it's no nobody else has that power. And they're fighting over shrinking Violet because she can make her vagina as tight as she wants. And she loves that that she's right in the middle of these guys, and she can get them to fight over her. Shay, uh, d- is that true for women in general? Do you guys like it when guy two guys are after you and they fight over you? No. I think we've asked this question of Shay before, and she said no. Mm. But you know, Shay's different. Yeah, Shay's different. You're a good egg. Yeah, you're, oh, you're thanks, not toxic. Guys. You're not you're toxic, one of the good Shay. ones. You're not oh, toxic. Oh, cool, cool. This isn't awkward at all. You're a rare non-toxic. Female. This is a. This is a. Uh, or very rare. You guys are getting canceled so hard. Hey, at least I'm not fucking space aliens. Yeah. So uh, yeah. the story begins. Uh, they're wrapping up the day at the Legion of Superheroes headquarters, and uh, Brainiac 5 is going to stick around, and he's on night duty, and everybody's going home or heading off. And uh, we see that Saturn girl, or uh, we see that um, lightning lad is, uh, is going to take Saturn Girl out to a 3D movie, which wow. apparently is still a big deal in the year 3000. Oh, I remember that was a thing for a while, and then everyone got migraines and they stopped doing it. Yeah, it was never good because it made you had in order to do that you had to make the movies super dim, and so everything looked like shit. Yeah, yeah. garbage. I was one of those people. Like I was fine with 3D movies, and then they changed how they did it. And I saw Batman versus Superman in 3D, and I had a three-day migraine afterwards. Yeah, there's the difference between a movie that is shot for 3D and a movie that is retroactively made for, you know, like they they turn it into a 3D movie, and it's a very different effect. I saw uh, Ghost Rider 2 in 3D, and uh, they did such a bad job, the movie looked the same whether you had 3D glasses on or not. (laughs) I always have problems with it because I have regular glasses, and they don't, that doesn't accommodate it. It doesn't work for you. Yeah. They should know that the people that are going to these movies probably already have glasses and you should probably accommodate that somehow. I'm glad they don't do that anymore. Yeah, I think they still do, but it's, yeah, the fad is over. Remember, yeah, they were, that was th- so dumb. There's a fad for 3D TVs in your house. Yeah, so there was. was. A bunch, of, bunch of saps who's still sitting in their house with 3D TVs. That's so dumb. Dumb. No, wearing two pairs of glasses in any event is not yeah, fun. Fuck, fuck that. Right? Uh, I like that uh, Lightning Lad taking a bored Saturn girl to a movie looks like the memes of toxic dudes talking to women when Like, oh, God. It 100% does. I know. uh, Dude, you just made my meme for Twitter for this. Oh, that's fucking great. (laughs) He's he's leaning into her, and she just doesn't want to be here at all. Dude, there's so many different ways I could do it, too. He's twice my size, so I guess I'll just put up with it. Uh, They eventually get married and have a kid, like all toxic relationships. (laughs) Yes. It always works out well. Do you think the meeting was about who they got to kick out for having similar powers? They yep. have had those. We've looked at a Legion superhero comic not that long ago where they kind of had that discussion, where they were discussing who gets to stay in the Legion. Oh, they're just like, all right, meeting's over. Who needs a ride home? They all have flight rings. So yeah. <laughs> she literally, one of them gets out of the car and flies into her home. <laughs> yeah. I love it, like how all the Legionnaires are like millionaires. 
Right. So this is going to become a class issue. So first of all, uh, was the Chemical King? Yeah, he takes everybody Chemical home. King. Chemical King. <laughs> he's, got, he's got that good gold K. Yeah, I was going to say, bro, I'm the Chemical yeah. King. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, he looks James, up James, can you just region. insert the song I'm the Pusher? In here, oh, Pusher Man? Called. Yeah. Pusher Man. Yeah, too allowed. Yeah, anytime, uh, anytime we're talking about a piece of music that you don't actually hear, it's because YouTube said we had to take it out and we just got rid of it. Yeah. But in theory, you're listening to Pusher Man right now. Yeah, we're YouTubers now. I think Can't that's the only reason. Podcasters. The only reason Chemical King gets to stay in the Legion is because you ever work with somebody who they shouldn't be there. They should have been fired long ago, but they're hooking the other employees up. Oh, you mean me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you are the Chemical King in the like, Legion yeah. of Superheroes. That Nobody is, beats me. That is your workplace. Uh, yeah. That was the so, whiz. That was the whiz. So, yeah. So uh, Chemical King is dropping people off, drops off Phantom Girl. His name is not Chemical King, bro. You're kidding. That's the. It says right there, Chemical King. Oh, my God. His name is. He's a king. He must be shorter than everybody else. I like yep. everybody else went with boy and lad. And he said, you know how I can really get a get a leg up on these guys? I'm the king. Chemical king. What are you going to yeah. do? You going to stop me? Yeah. I'm the only one with a car. He's short king. <laughs> so he drops everybody off. Uh, Phantom Girl mentions that she's having a, a, a fourth dimensional dinner. Yep, which means acid. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, they're just throwing in terms. Like, again, it's a 17-year-old kid, but he's just throwing in space terms. It's like she's, like, mentioning, uh, she's talking about where her parents are visiting from, and then she has a stroke. Like, it's bizgizzle. Yeah, bizgizzle. (laughs) Yeah, she strokes out mid-sentence. They're on different planets, you know, whatever. Because she did way too much acid. And then Ultra Boy gets dropped off. He he swan dives into his house. Cool. Phantom Girl is not to be mistaken with Phantom Lady. No, it's not Phantom Lady. Actually, me? If, if you want to read uh, about Phantom Girl, you can read the Jeff Lemire Terrifics comic, which is a pastiche of the Fantastic Four. I've mentioned it before, but it's great. It's got Mr. Terrific, and it's got Metamorpho, and it's got Phantom Girl, and it's a lot of fun. The original Phantom Girl. The original Phantom Girl. Actually, I think it's a variation, but yeah, fair enough. Close enough. Uh, and then... Uh, Matter Eater Lad doesn't want to mention where he lives, so he tells him. He's ashamed chemical... of being poor. That doesn't change. He's ashamed of getting poor, but why did he accept the ride in the first place? I don't know. Yeah. Like, because he flew t- home. <laughs> like, what, what was the idea here? It's just like, yeah, just drop me off here. I'm going to walk. Yeah, I don't know why he has. He cares about money issues when he can just eat whatever he wants. Yeah, it, well, I mean that part of his uh, that part of his problem is solves itself. He could just live at the Legion headquarters and eat like yeah, like eat the, the rocks on the bottom of his shoe. Yeah, he can just be their janitor slash exterminator. Dude, they don't even need to flush the toilets because Matter Eater Lad can take care of that. <laughs> All the pipes just go to his room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just dump on him while he's he sleeping. just sucks on it like it's some golden nectar. <laughs> Just like uh, Supergirl. Yeah, that's yeah. You have to slut. check in. Check in last week. You really have to listen to all of the Supermanuary episodes to really get the. I demand you listen to all the Supermanuary episodes, and then all the, the previous episodes, and then all the future ones as yeah. well. The audio universe of Dark Side's and, Couch. Uh, get all your friends to do it too. But if you like comics, I mean, it's only like what two people. Well, you know, get your waifu to listen. Yeah. You know, get your way <laughs> waifu. <And> your weird, <laughs> your weird fanfic subreddits. Like, there's lots of friends you have. I can tell, like, James is, like, not into all the weird subcultures of the no. internet. He mispronounces fucking weird shit. 
Was it's not waifu? Is it waifu? Yeah, it's waifu. Like wife. Like uncle? Yeah, like uncle. You're close. That's close enough. I'll give that to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Good practicing. So anyway. Yes. Uh, speaking of practicing, I really got to get my whistling up to par. Still right. I still haven't been able to do it. It's really fucking hard. I don't think no one can months. do it. I don't think it's real. I think I've seen it in real life. Nah, it's a work. I think I've seen it. I think they so, dub it in in movies and TV shows. <laughs> no one's doing that shit. So it is true that most of the Legion members live in the upper levels of the city, the planet, whatever. They can uh, afford superpowers. Yeah. That's why it, Matter Eater Lad had a discount power where he's eating shit. He's got a, he's got a shit power, and so he lives in the slums, in the yeah. lowest level of the... I'm not sure if it's the city or if it's the entire planet or how this works, but... I think the entire planet is now one big city. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Fine. Like, this is like hell on earth. Like what the world they've created is like really terrible. The world they've created is very strange as we're about to see, because on the one hand it's super futuristic. And on the other hand, it's super outdated. Yeah. Her, he goes home and his mom is watching a 3d TV. Because <laughs> yep. of, this because is true. A, she's Not got this a thousand year old TV. <laughs> she has a TV guide and her TV has rabbit ears. So this is all true. This sounds like bullshit. This is all true. He comes home. His mom is sitting on the couch with a book, like a printed out book that says 3D TV program. <laughs> and she's which you know, the fact that it says 3D TV suggests that not all TVs are 3D in the future. So it's a fad even then. Yeah, yes. right? Just only some the people, people on the bottom uh, rung of society. Have three those, TVs. Those yeah, shitty TVs from the year 2005. Everyone else has 40 TVs to go with their 40 meals. Right. You can only afford thousand year old TVs. Yeah. <laughs> just, these are literally the TVs that were produced in like right. tw- 2008. Uh, uh, and uh, Better Ear Lad's mom is really sexy, but totally insane. Oh, she has crazy yeah. eyes. Yeah, she's got crack eyes, as we'll see. Um, yeah, so right. she Gold starts K eyes. She starts badgering Mad Reader Lad for his Legion of Superheroes check because they need it desperately, right? And the Badger is a different character. They do make us. The Badger is a fantastic character. <laughs> yeah, we love the Badger here. Mike Barr. Dark. Mike Always. Barr's Badger, honestly, and that reminds me, I, I want to actually start picking up those traits because that is a fantastic, that is a genuinely good comic. Mike Barr's the Badger. That is great. One of the artists uh, like hit us up on Twitter. We had like a conversation for the Badger. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for bringing us the Badger. Yeah. Thank you for bringing a little light into our lives. Uh, so. Mad Reader Lad's mother says, listen, uh, it's hard to pay for the rent and all this kind of stuff. We don't have any money. We need your check. How is there still money? Because, again, it's a weird future. I don't know the choices they've made in the next thousand years. Like, there's barely a need for it now. Like, even well, now there's an argument of how ridiculous money is at well, this yeah. point. That's I can't imagine how, how they're only doing it for tradition at this point. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why we have that's why we're developing cryptocurrency, which I am not beyond, by the way. My opponents are saying all kinds of crazy things out there, but I am not beyond cryptocurrency. That's funny because you just told us earlier how you didn't like crypto. No, that was fake. That was fake news. Well, I thought you were too good for crypto. Yeah, you're no. too good for crypto. Out of context, you took oh, you me like out of it context. With, it's because that dog is infungible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so fungible. It's so gross. <laughs> this is like the silliest fucking episode. <laughs> well, they they we are gave adorable. Us, they gave us something weird to work with here. <laughs> so. Matter Eater Lad 
says that the reason they don't have any money is because their father wastes his pension uh, betting on the <laughs> Kangelbronk races. Yep. And, and he hasn't won a, all year. And it's in a fucking newspaper. He's got, they're still printing newspapers. They're still printing TV guides. This is yes. how unhinged this comic is, where even the panels themselves are skewed. Yes, just but a little not bit. A, d- yeah, just a little bit. Like, it should be, e- it looks like it's almost even, but they just kind of moved it a little bit. It might be intentional. Maybe it's intentional. So, yeah, his father shows up. He's hearing all this. And his father is your typical cliche drunken 60s dad. Right. His shirt is half tucked in. (laughs) Which almost looks harder to do than to properly tuck it in. Or like you're going for the look now. So, okay. So are we to understand that Mm -hmm. Matter Eater Lad's parents can also eat whatever they want because they're from the same planet? I believe so. I believe this. Why aren't they working the as superheroes then? Right. Why aren't Why are they worried about money? Because you can only have one matter-eating person in the Legion of Superheroes. Oh, I, yeah, but they, can't they can't they utilize their matter-eating powers? No. For, like they can eat can't human waste. Can't you be a superhero outside of the Legion? No, nobody. I else don't wants see how it. being a matter-eater well, could be a superhero at all. Anyway, first of all, okay. Let me let me clarify two things. Number one, his father has a job. He's a drunk. Number two. <laughs> We're going to find out why his mother can't have a job in a hilarious panel coming up. <laughs> all right? So it's very clearly explained. All right? Very so, clearly explained. It's very clearly explained why she can't work. We're going to get to that. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> his father freaks out. They get in a fight, you know. And uh, He doesn't hit him, though. He doesn't hit him. He threatens to. Yeah, he but apparently to. he worked for 20 years at the robot plant. <laughs> That's where they make the robots. That's where we're all going to be living. fucking Roombas. Well, it closed. Yeah. Yeah, because people realized we didn't have to make any more electronics. No, they made them so well. Yeah, that the, those to... 3D TVs are still good up to this day. God, money, money at this point is so fucking dumb. <laughs> it's very confusing how their economy works in the year he's got He's gambling away his pension. He got a pension after 20 years, dude. That's a good job. Yeah, well, it might not have been a very good pension, but yeah, sure. If I, any passive income at that point is good, dude, great. a pension at all, especially now this day and age. Yeah, you're not getting a pension. We're all working until we're ninety. Like what? Yeah, what happened? Like between now and the year two thousand, when they got their pensions back? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, President Ron DeSantis probably. That's right. Fixed all this stuff. Now uh, President Trump and Vice President Hunter Biden. <laughs> With the controversy over who's going to be the Speaker of the House, I suggested that we just let Vince McMahon be the Speaker of the House and we let Trump run the WWE. That guy does not fucking give up. Which one? Vince yeah. McMahon. Yeah, neither of like them. They ousted him. They did everything they could to get rid of him after all the horrible things he did. Yes. And he's just like, nope. Now he's going to sell the company to the fucking Saudis. Jesus Christ. I used to wonder how people were willful, willfully... Uh, being oblivious to the real world so they get lost in the fantasy of things like the WWE. And now I see that they're exactly the same, so it doesn't really matter. Yes, yes. There's no distinction between the WWE and the Republican Party. It's the same thing. This could, I gotta say, though, because like the WWE, wrestling companies have been doing a lot of stuff lately with like MetaWorks, where they they fake backstage issues and put it out on the internet so people will be interested in watching the show to see if that plays out in their creative Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if this whole Vince McMahon thing is a meta work. That Vince McMahon is actually a saint in real life. It's just like, if, what if none of that is real? What if they know. never kicked him out? There is no sale. 
Like he's not trying to fight to get the company back. This is just so people will watch WWE to see what happens. I mean, it's a good idea, except I have to imagine there are shareholders who would not be cool with this. So this is weird. Like uh, there's two kinds of shares in the WWE. There's Class A and Class B. People with Class B shares have like 80% of the voting power. Mm-hmm. And Vince McMahon has the majority of that. So, uh, so even though there's a board of directors, even though they kicked him out, they can't stop him from doing anything because he has all the voting power. Yeah. That's a, but that's that could a, all be a work. It's very Trumpy. It's very. It's all very Trumpy. Dude, I can see why they're friends. Are they friends? Yeah. Donald Trump's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, yeah, this seems about right as fantasy <laughs> and reality just he put together. Vince McMahon's wife in, her, in his cabinet. All right, all right. This is this is too absurd. Let's get back to this completely believable comic book. In comparison, this comic book seems pretty grounded now. Yeah. Compared to what's actually going on in the real world. Uh, so Matter Eater Lad's father says, well, what do you expect? You know, I'm doing my best and your mother can't have a job. And she says she can't have a job because she gets nervous. He's like, yeah, why can't you get a job, mom? What the fuck? She's like, you know, I get nervous. That's literally, she says, oh, tense. Tense is his real name. I couldn't, you know how nervous I am. Dude. That's it. That's that's his, that's her excuse. Dude, that's what and, all lazy people say when they say they can't do something. I, can't, I have anxiety. <laughs> they, just say, yeah. they just say they have anxiety. That's such horse shit. Fuck and then you. She says, besides, I go through enough work, uh, worry and work just running this house. And you can see in the background that the, the walls are all cracked up. <laughs> yeah, she's too nervous yeah. to patch up that crack from her husband <laughs> punching holes in the oh, wall. I've got and not to mention all the, all the bite marks from all three of them taking <laughs> chunks out of the house whenever well, they, they're hungry. They eat drywall, yeah. Uh, so, uh... It's a newspaper. <laughs> that fucking is great. He's looking at the... Ra- they put the racing information, the racing forms, in a newspaper still. This is yep. fucking great, though, for being written by a, by a 13-year-old. Seven, he was 17. 17 at this time. Still. But still, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and this is also, great. it's impressive because if you look at other DC Comics at the time, yeah, there weren't any character-driven dramas. It was all just kind of silly adventures, whereas Marvel was kind of making things a little more mature and putting some sort of real-life issues in there. So this was his attempt to bring that into it. So there is some credit to it, for Mm -hmm. sure. No, I mean, the previous story in the same comic was written by a a grown adult. A grown adult, and he wrote a... Yeah, he wrote a childish, childish story, for sure. Uh, Oh, Dorfman, my dude. There is definitely a contrast here. Although, I mean, uh, you know, in fairness, Dorfman probably could have written a mature comic, but that wasn't what editorial was telling you to do at the time. (laughs) He wrote wrote a real compelling story, and they just threw it against the wall like Mm -hmm. Matter Eater Lad's dad throwing the newspaper against the door. Make it dumber, Dorfman. Puffs (laughs) on his cigar. It's got to be dumber. (laughs) J. Jonah Jameson. Well, you're letting the 17-year-old kid write all the mature stories, and I, I'm a 43-year-old man, and i got to write this dumbass story about Superman I fought in World War II. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, so, uh, Mad Reader Lad refuses to uh, give up his check, and so his dad kicks him out, and he goes walking. Yeah. Takes a nice walk. He ends up back at the Legion HQ and says, hey, I guess I'll go into the, the headquarters, see how Brainiac 5 is doing on night duty there. I love Brainiac 5. He's one of my favorite characters. He's great. Mm-hmm. He's a good character. Yeah. But psych, it's not him. No. It's not. He got called away because he's got shit to do because he's a real superhero. Yeah, he's like one of the smartest people in the universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they're going to call him. They're not going to call Mad Reader Lad to solve problems. No. We'll let you know when we have too much to eat, <laughs> you fucking jabroni. <laughs> Well, we don't want to throw out too much from the buffet. That's why he lives in the slums. He he makes the least out of the rest of the Legionnaires because he's worthless. Yeah. He's, he's, he's really sad. Although his diet is leading to a really good physique. 
he looks all right. I don't think he all looks that as good as some of the other ones. Yeah, maybe I should start eating drywall. See how that works out. AKA rice cakes. That's what I'm what I'm missing. So it turns out that Brainiac Five was called away, and so Shrinking Violet is there instead. And Shrinking Violet is having a bad time because she was supposed to be on a date with Duplicate Boy. And he's a total Chad. Duplicate Boy is the hero of heroes. Like she, he's like two. He's like a hero of heroes. He's better than everyone else, and she mm-hmm. is simping for him hard. Mm-hmm. And he blew her off. Yes. Well, the one the one downside to Duplicate Boy is even though he can mimic the superpowers of just about anybody. The one superpower he'll never be able to experience is being a mother. Yep. The and, truest, well, the truest year superpower 3000. of all. Yeah, yeah, who knows what's that going on That shit's going to be, I swear to God, in like, sooner or later, changing your biological gender is going to be an app on your phone. Yep, and I am totally okay with that. Me too. As long I as think that's, that's what the culture says. That's, that's what's best. Yeah, I, I don't want to be in that Strom Thurmond tape where he's standing in front of the school keeping people from coming in like I, i'm just i'm whatever society says we're doing is well, what i'm what okay neg- with what negative effect did that have on his career yeah he still he stuck around for a while didn't he yeah it he didn't, never it didn't really slow him down not at all and he had a bunch of black kids yeah i'm i'm not trying to strom thurman anything just culture tell me what to believe and i will believe it you could be my son but you can't go to school with me no no uh i'm cool with everything love is love so uh Matter Lad's like, well that's uh that's that's kinda rough. Why don't you just sort of simp over duplicate boy while I just kinda sit here like a like a like a loser and listen to your story. Dude, okay. what a do I've seen so many of my friends in high school do this. Like a girl wants bad. a better guy and he's like, Well you could go out with me though instead and they take her out, he spends all of his money on her. Mm-hmm. And then she, mm-hmm. and then as soon as the the bad boy's ready to, to hook up, she goes with him. This is bad. This is really bad the way this shakes out. And again, a seventeen-year-old yeah. boy trying to keep his family together wrote this. So there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of projection going on. Well, he was probably simping. For for who? For uh, uh, well, he was seventeen and he was writing comics at the time. I imagine he was simping quite a bit. No, I wonder. I wonder if that's a if you're seventeen years old in the '60s and you're writing comic books, is that something to be proud of or ashamed of? Yeah, you're making money. Yeah, yeah, you are making money. Although and you're a published your... author. That's a big deal. It is. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Although all your money is going to your your parents to pay for their their new drywall and everything. It's like, but, but back then, yeah, right. So many fist holes. Yeah. That was hard to say for some reason. Fist holes? Yeah, I had to like st- mm-hmm. I had to like think about it. Fist holes. Yeah, yeah well, uh, angry people definitely like putting holes in drywall. It's one of the top <laughs> substances to put holes in. Yeah, all the Kyles and the Keiths. Yeah, I've done it. I've done it. I've put a couple holes in myself. There is a plastic cup size hole in my apartment right now that I covered up with a painting. Wow. Well, yeah, it, that, that's called the glory hole, by the way. That's what that is. <laughs> I mean, How'd my that rate, hole happen? Uh, I threw a cup against the wall because the dishes made too many sounds while they were clanking together in the sink, and it enraged me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm tempted to say that that's uh, not the root of that problem. <laughs> I'm tempted to say it wasn't how you, actually the... How you the... feeling, Mike? <laughs> yeah. Uh, come on, Shem, a man. Yeah. That's fair. I did buy entirely new keychains just because the sound of jangling keys was driving me insane. Sometimes I get mad. I was at work yeah. the other day and I tore my boss's head off because just because I like blew my top. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to contain it. There's a lot. You're of, not supposed a... to contain it. You're supposed to just channel it in a way that 
is not so destructive, but you still got to yeah, let it out. Neither of those things are, yeah, neither of those solutions are working, though. Like, throwing things at the wall and screaming at your boss, neither of those are workable solutions. Oh, he had it coming. I didn't scream at him. I yelled at him. I tore you his head off. tore his head off. Seems about Damn as bad. right. There was no screaming. It was a manly yell. Mm-hmm. I was assertive. And I was in a lift, so I was above him. Oh, looking yeah. down. Oh, not, yeah. not, the, not like a cab. No, a no, lift. no. Oh, no, like a... Like yeah. an actual... Okay. Like an actual Like lift. a scissor lift, yeah. 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 That a man would drive yep. <laughs> with his rage... How many raw ra- steaks did you eat after? Yeah. <laughs> so it's technically road rage. How many how many livers did I eat like that dude? Yeah. How many skulls did I grind? How many how many uh, alcoholic beverages did I drink out of skulls? We actually just bought James a shot glass in a skull. Yeah, uh of all the drinking James does. Yeah. Yeah, I I am a teetotaler, but uh Shay and I were in Ohio and uh because Southwest completely destroyed our lives. And so we were driving uh, through the country to try and get home. And uh, we stopped off in Ohio and I saw a Loves. And anybody who drives a lot on the road or travels a lot knows that Loves is the most awesome place to stop off for a while. Yep. Yep. Because it's not just a, it's not just like a gas station. It is like a whole, they've got showers, they've got uh, like gift stores, they've got all kinds of cool shit there. It's a good place to hang out. Sometimes they got really good diners there too. They have diners, sometimes they have arcades with like games that you can play. Like they're really cool. And uh, yeah, I wanted a souvenir. I found a little a shot glass set inside of a plastic skull, and it just says O on the front, O-H. Which, <laughs> if you know you're in Ohio, okay, it's a reference to Ohio. But me, I just like the idea it just says O yeah, on the skull's face. It's got your, uh, your pseudonym. Yeah. yeah, O is one of, my, one of my many pseudonyms. What do they call it? Can... Nom de pure? Nom de plume. Or, yeah, nom de plume. Nom de plume. Yeah, to I'm keep not smart enough from... to say that. Pen name. from getting too close. Yeah. It's worse. I'd say it's horrible. Those arcades that don't let you play the games. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe you could edit that earlier to when you said it. That way it'd be funnier. I don't know what you're. You're like, they got arcade games that you can play. And, I was oh, like, okay. and then like 10 minutes later, I was like, you know, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, great. Megan, more work. I like it. I'll see if it's possible. It was very Norm McDonaldy. Leave it all in. Then there's no way out of it. The problem with it. See, this is, uh, yeah, if this is in the episode, like this is the problem I have all the time is trying to like piece things together when nobody realizes that I then need to find a way to get out of the thing. Yeah, but the thing is no one notices though, which means you did a good job. Yeah, yeah. And all it took was uh, a lot of days of being up till three in the morning trying to piece the shit together. That's That's how I am about like uh, making memes with Microsoft Paint. And then yeah. no one sees it. Yeah, Emma, good old MS Paint. The only way to make memes. Yeah. The only meme-approved software. They're <laughs> yeah. uh, using it in the year 3000. Yes. Well, the way things are going. So, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. All right. Uh, I think I've, I've got the... Don't waste my motherfucking time! Yeah. Go, all right. Appease Mike enough that we can move on. So, uh, <laughs> so Shrieking Violence is talking about how awesome Duplicate Boy and how is and how Duplicate Boy is a way better man than you. How are, strong man, his arms are, where he like presses his boner against her. He's so strong. His costume looks so cool, and he's a redhead, which I guess is cool in the year three thousand. Uh, he's a brunette. Mm. It's a light brown. It's a copper top. Uh, I think he's in between. All right. Yeah. All right. But I guess uh, he hasn't shown up for their date. They rarely ever see each other because he's so busy because he's got hoes in different area codes. That was one of the best uh, times of my life is when my red hair turned more of a brown. And in that short time between when I had red hair and when I had gray hair. No hair. 
And then yes. no, and then no hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it simplifies things to just have no hair. I mean, I did just shave it, and it yeah. was. It feels way better. Yeah. Yeah. So he is living it up while he's got his hair at this particular fantastic stage. But yeah, he's just got no time. He's not going to be able to see her, and uh, he didn't as show all, up for the as date. As all Chads are like. Well, he's working his way through the dentist system. Yeah. Like he's on he's on the the second end. He's on neglect emotionally. Oh, he's got chicks on every planet between his planet and Earth. Yeah, it's hard to juggle all that. All right, and that's why she wants him. Uh, Other yeah. women want him. She knows. She knows. She knows how to play the game. Yeah, but who doesn't know how to play the game is Mad Reader Lad. Now he's just like, well, I got all this money I need to feed my family. I guess I'll spend it on this lady. So, yeah, he asks her out, and uh, she reluctantly says, well, I I got nothing else to do. She doesn't reluctantly. She's just like, you will? Thank you. Spend all your money on me. She's playing the thing. She she knows that Duplicate Boy is going to see all this, and she's just working him against the other guy. Yeah. Yep. Meanwhile, Shrinking Violet calls in, uh, what's her name, Projecta? Princess Projectra? Yeah. yeah, Princess Projectra. And she's talking uh, shit about Matter Reader Lad. She is talking shit. And you know that uh, Shrinking Violet wants to giggle, too. Like, yeah. they, she's they, just like, don't say that. Don't, he's a, don't he's don't a very nice boy, and he's my friend, capital he's, F. He's a good friend. He's like a brother. <laughs> he, I'll never suck his dick. <laughs> but they then she's to... like, no, you don't understand. He's called Matter Eater Lad. Think about it. She's like, oh... Yeah, but you don't want him to actually... Phys- he's oh. going to physically eat her vagina because oh. he doesn't understand limits. Like he's, not gonna, he's not going to... Yeah, this is the start of a horror movie. And, he's, he's, never done, perf- and he's clearly, clearly, clearly never done it before. Yeah, he's going to bite it. He's going look to bite him, it off. Look at him opening up his wallet in front of her and she's just glancing at it, pretending to cry. <laughs> huh? Oh my God. I get to get a nice dinner out of this. Uh, and then she goes to put on her makeup and she doesn't remember how to do it. And so she has to look at the instruction tape. And she sets it to tramp. She has to look good for a duplicate boy whenever he shows up to claim what's his. He's going to show up. He's going to show up. You believe me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so they get all dressed up and uh, Projector is still trying to uh, stick it to Mad Eater Lad for being a loser, being a She's sap. She's like, boy, have a good time on your date with Shit Eater. <laughs> <laughs> she's just, like, don't call him shit eater just because he literally eats shit sometimes she's like i'm kidding not really that's not okay look at that he spent all that and then he rents a car and a robot driver for them because he's a fucking mega simp <laughs> so he he rents that's, that's his real legion power he should be called fucking simp lad he, he rented a jetson's car with uh, a robot uh, named C-31, which is clearly just a guy in a robot costume. And here we can see the electric uh, car craze never took, never caught on because this thing has crazy exhaust. It does. It's smoke plumes everywhere. It's like gas. It's a gas-powered car. Yeah. So <laughs> the fucking robot has a smokestack. <laughs> it's just chiggity, chiggity, chiggity bang as it goes into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> what was it the tuk tucks yeah the tuk tuk yeah right and what's her name what's her name doesn't want to get on it courtney's just that? being a bitch about it yeah right diesel powered tuk tuk matter ear lad should have uh, stayed on his level and went out with courtney <laughs> yeah they can both sit at home and not do anything exciting ever she's like oh i couldn't be in a flying car yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Zard- and they go to a, they go to a restaurant called Zardy's, which is mm-hmm. just a year three thousand version of Hardee's. 
Yes. So they go to Zardes, and this guy in a robot costume, C31, decides that he's just going to wait for them to be done. It's me. That's my job. Just in the future. Guy. The year 3000, I'm an old man in a robot costume driving a gasoline, gasoline-powered flying car. You know what? Yep. I wonder if it's Duplicate Boy in disguise spying on this whole thing. Right. It's even the color is oh, even kind of right. Oh, shit. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense because he just fucking shows up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just been keeping an eye on this whole thing. He what goes, a thank dick you, C3. Move. And he's just like, yeah, thank you. Thank me. Uh, he's, all pissed uh, he's, off. he's so good at this. And so uh, they have some food. They eat. And Mad Eater Lad starts complimenting the actual food, like the real human being food. Not he's human. like, wow, this is way better than those scraps of wood I've been eating. Yeah. Yeah. And she calls him out on it. She mentions that, like, yeah, don't you normally eat rocks? Hey, hey, Garrett Garçon, Chef Flintstone over here likes the food. You must be very proud. Hey, he go normally eats rocks, sco- you see. Go scoop out that log from the toilet. <laughs> this fucking loser. I'm it's out good enough lip. for this guy. <laughs> so uh, With his give- fucking necklace. What's up with that? You look like an idiot. <laughs> he's got 1970s style with a big medallion. He's just like... It's like he thinks that dressing as Dr. McCoy from Star Trek is a good idea for a date. You know, he's got a little pompadour. He looks great. He's like, uh, he literally has the Star Trek symbol on it. She's like, so I take it you like Star Trek. Oh, he's let me like, tell yeah, you. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Let me tell you her, about the different rankings. And you can hear her vagina drying up. Yeah. So she gives him the opening to tell her his sob story and he then spends the entire night telling her everything we've seen and, so far about his and, shitty family and she's like oh you're poor oh i didn't <laughs> so realize. i thought this i i have to go back sorry i thought this sounded familiar there's mm-hmm. a restaurant in new york city that's been around forever called sarti sardis s-a-r-d-i apostrophe s and that is only, what a reference they is. only sell food uh that's made from sardines do you think this is the the future evolution of that restaurant? It's the space it looks sardines. like a kind of like a diner mixed with a restaurant. Okay. Look, they got the they got look they got that golden nectar shit. Oh yeah, they got nectar of Venus is what they're drinking. That's exactly what. Oh, uh, yeah. th- that's exactly what uh, Supergirl was sucking hey, down. Have some entirely. of our space pee. Yeah, have some space pee. It's it's our it's our best food. It's the thing we like the most. Golden nectar. It's pee. It's mixed with cum. That's the one. So, it's, it's a fucking commercial. Well, you know, when you've got a product that good, you don't have to worry about the advertising too much. So they wrap up their dinner, and they get in their car, and uh, Shrinking Violet desperately wants to go home at this point. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's like a weird with. cuck game, because she's looking at the robot like she knows that. Yeah, she knows it's really She knows duplicate that duplicate boy. duplicate boy is in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, and he's looking wait. back at them like, I'm going to fucking end your whole world, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to destroy him. This is like a weird game. She takes Maybe like, he's a cuck. She takes nerds out, and uh, they pay for everything, and then yeah. duplicate boy shows up and beats him up, and she goes home with duplicate boy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, we've still got a few pages to go, but that's really what happens here. Yeah. Sounds about right to me. Yeah. So, uh... They decide, uh, well, do, uh, Mad Reader Lad decides they're going to go dancing. The, da- the date's not over yet. Yep. yep. It's the She's most like, fun wow, he's ever dancing. had in his life. Yes. That'll make me really moist for Duplicate Boy, mm, not right. you. Yeah, that'll really lube me up good. She's like, what and, are you wearing, uh, a skirt? Yeah, he is wearing a weird, like, uh... It's like a tunic. Like a tunic. Yeah, he's wearing a tunic over his blue tights. He's like when Link has to go to a water temple. <laughs> well, you know, you don't want, you don't want water getting up in there. <laughs> He's got to put on his compression tights. I tell you what. I tell you what's never gonna get wet up in there is fucking yeah, shrinking uh, violet, uh, yeah. shrinking violet vagina dancing with fucking yeah, 
What's his name? Shit eater. (laughs) (laughs) So the night ends. Uh, They've had a great time. And then uh, they decide to have a kiss right at the last moment here. Yeah, and then Duplicate Boy's robot costume short circuits and he dies. (laughs) No, no, that's not quite what happened. It's a made-up tale. Uh, Duplicate Boy shows up and he is furious about this. Yes. Mm -hmm. Duplicate Boy... Uh, he rips off like some sort of like a uh, piece of art that was on the lawn, like he's like, like a light pole. So I guess he just kept like super strength. He just keeps that one on default when he's not using any of the other yeah, powers. Yeah, beat up nerds. <laughs> Might as well. Uh, yeah, he had to swing by. He had to swing by Earth and pick up some of the Superman super strength. I wonder how many times they've done this. Uh, this game, the three shrinking of them? violet and duplicate boy, like they find some guy nerds. Yeah, and having kinky sex afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Mad Eater Lad definitely didn't wasn't aware that this was happening. No, no. And so, uh, Duplicate Boy says he's gonna end uh, Mad Eater Lad. He's gonna murder him. He's like, "Hey, you might be able to beat me up, but there's one thing you'll never be able to do that I can do, and that's eat shit." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shrieking Violet reminds him uh, he can do literally anything you can do, and then on top of that, literally anything else. So she kisses like. Uh... Uh, matter ear lad and she pulls away real quickly she goes oh it tastes like shit <laughs> strange I didn't think I ate shit today he's like oh he's eating shit now so he starts off pretty well I gotta give him the first panel he says uh, you know I'm. it's not worth cringing there's no point I'm not gonna cringe if you're gonna kill me you're gonna kill me but I'm not gonna back down so alright he's doing okay so far yeah he's like yeah he's like uh, if, if, I fu- if you hurt me she's gonna hate you mm-hmm not true. He's just like, that's not true. I hurt guys all the time, and she loves me. <laughs> so, yeah, now he's starting to, his argument's starting to fall apart. So then he explains that there's no way that he's going he's gonna to win by having a fight, by attacking Mad Eater Lad. And then Duplicate Boy, for a second, I guess this is part of the game, he actually says the mighty Duplicate Boy defeated by words. Yep. Which is, which is strange. Yeah, but then she's like, no, you didn't lose me. I love you. And he kisses her and goes, mmm, you taste like Matter Eater, lad. Yes. So in theory, at this point, Duplicate Boy was just Gross. prepared to leave. In theory. Gross. She kissed another guy. Yeah. Just a minute ago. Just a minute ago. And now she's like, this is fucking bad. Well, I mean, and under different circumstances, this would be fine if that's what they're all into. But the point is, this is a weird, exploitive game. Dude, yeah. Shrinking Violet belongs to the streets. I mean, these guys, they've got some fucked up psychology. She's a hoe. These are three damaged people who are all going to go home and throw cups at their walls and then refuse to do anything about it and deal with it in a healthy way. Uh, I felt felt better. Yeah, for a minute. For a minute. And then you've got a hole in your wall that you have to cover up with a picture. There's no security deposit. I don't give a shit. You you put a picture on top of it. it's, It's like the telltale heart. (laughs) <laughs> like that's your unresolved psychological issues just thumping there in the wall. Uh, no, I'm good. Yeah. So uh, it's good to be I, mad. Yeah. So in theory, uh, Duplicate Boy is about to leave, and then Shrinking Violet says, "No, no, 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 no. I love you. I want you back. I was just mad that you weren't here uh, when you were supposed to be here, and 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 fuck Blame this guy." Blame it on the rain. Love She's like, song. I just wanted to go out to dinner and dance, and so I got the simp to do it. You can yeah. do you the fun the, parts. You get the good stuff. And he's just like, I'm out of money because of this. 
He paid for everything, right? Oh, of course he paid for everything. Of course he did. Look at this. Look at this dress. Now, there's this panel here where they're just like nuzzling up face to face. Mad Reader Lad hasn't left. He's still standing three feet away watching this. Yep. As his dick gets smaller and smaller. Oh, this is pathetic. He's like, I can't wait to go home and eat some shit. Yeah, and, and Shrinking Violet looks at his dick and goes, oh, I thought I was the one that did the shrinking. Ah. Yeah. Ah, what just, a fucking loser. Completely emasculate this fucking loser. Ah. Uh, so then we don't see the... Then it just cuts to the final two panels, and it's yep. a bizarre two panels. And Brainiac 5 is just like, hey, Matt, are you lad? I saw all that. That was weak. <laughs> We're going to keep you in the Legion, but only to mock you. Like, bro, I just cut your pay. <laughs> so Tell your dad to gamble a little less harder, am I right? He knows all about yeah, it. Yeah, so doing some better picks here. He's like, I'm so, Brainiac 5. I don't give a shit. Brainiac 5 throws him a letter. Like, in a, They're still using the postal service 3, <laughs> yeah. 000, a thousand years in the future, apparently. Yeah, right? How come they, they don't have smartphones in their brains? Like, that's, the nope. thing, that's the most unbelievable thing about this. They went back to Maybe because they're young and they're hipsters, and so they like that analog retro feel of a, of a letter in the mail. This what year was this made? Nineteen sixty-nine. I don't think they could possibly have imagined like smartphones. Jack and, Kirby and, did, and, like internet and shit. Kirby was uh, like two years away from the fourth world where they had mother boxes, which are just smartphones. Yep. Yep. I'm like, uh, so, Mad Reader Lad gets a letter in the mail at Legion headquarters, and he opens it up. And he says, oh, my parents, they want me to come home. They see how wrong they were. They're going to change. Pop's even given up gambling. He sure he did. Yep. What if, it was like a, what if it was a letter from uh, Shrinking Violet and it was a photo of her fucking duplicate, <laughs> duplicate lad or whatever? Oh, my She's God. Like, I like the male simp. And as we all know, when people say they're going to clean up their act, once they say they're going to change, they definitely do it. Oh, what it always happens. She like runs back to uh, Mattery here, lad. She goes, "Duplicate boy went back home, and I'm all alone. Can you take me out again? Did you get your uh, you get your check yet? Again? Yeah. <laughs> you still waiting on the check? Do you get? You, you, but you have some in savings, right? Yeah, I something. can't believe it's the year three thousand. He still has to pay for the whole date. Oh my god, it's so Dude. pathetic. And Dude. so the story ends with him reading this letter full of lies and horseshit from his horrible, abusive parents. That yeah, as soon as he gets home, his dad's going to beat the shit out of him with a belt. He's completely buying it. He's smiling. He's happy. He's completely buying it. And Shrieking Violet walks by and says, oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad everything worked out for you, oh, poor, mm-hmm. I mean, matter eater lad. Sure. God. And that's, that's how it ends. Shitter eater lad. <laughs> they, don't even, they don't even address what just happened to him the, last, the previous night. Right, that's a bad fucking night. You spend all you have a great day with this chick and her boyfriend just shows up and takes her. Yep, yep, and then you see her the next day at work and at she's work. just just Wait, icing you. You do not hook up with people at work ever. No. This was bad. This was bad. I used to do that, ends. but I would always force whoever I was with to it, to secrecy. Like they weren't allowed to even bring it up at work that we were yeah, you, hooking you would, up. Yeah, you threaten them you'd, you'd point to that hole in your wall and say that's going to be your face that's going to be your face word. but that just makes them like me even more yeah There's so many well, fucking issues with this right there's now. a lot of a lot of shrinking violets out there <laughs> <laughs> there's those are the three kinds of people you can be you can be shrinking violet you can be mad or a ladder you can be duplicate boy those are uh, the yeah three, always be duplicate boy those are the always three things you can boy. be <laughs> <laughs> always be brainiac five really He's above all of this. He's the Sigma male. He, he stands aside from all of this, and he just can't believe people's bullshit. That's why he's giving it the thumbs up to everything. Yeah. 
It looks like he's sticking his thumb up the word Legion's ass. <laughs> Fuck this place. Look at that. There's Fuck. Legion. He's just shoving his thumb up there. Oh, my goodness. That's how this ends. Yep, the end. Wow. This was one of the, my favorite things we've ever read. Yeah, this mm -hmm. is great. This Legion story was <laughs> unbelievable. The amount it was all of twists the, it had, and turns. It, it had all the toxic things we love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's so much. This was definitely a Dark Side's Couch approved comic. Yeah. Ten, out of, ten out of five stars. Ten yeah, out dude. of five. This whole like Super Manuary has been all like very Dark Side's Couch approved comics. Yes. Because the wheel provides. It really mm -hmm. does. Hit after hit. Hit after hit. What do we think of this? I love this comic. So yeah. good. I I really did like it. I have to say, I I do think the the Superman story is pretty lame. I didn't think that one worked at all. That really Dude, this story being written by a seventeen year old like this is a word of warning to like other kids out there reading this. Mm -hmm. Like a kid warning yeah. other kids to not be simps. Yeah, yeah. Clean and it up. To don't and don't be a shitter eater. And don't trust your parents. They're lying to you about everything. Your parents are pieces of shit. They oh, don't yeah. care about you. They had you when they were twenty. They don't know. Uh, yeah, I love the Legion story, didn't care for the Superman story, so it's just gonna balance out to four out of five disrespected flags. Bullshit. Yeah, fuck your flag. Fuck your flags. No, I, it's, if it was just the Legion story, that's a five out of five, for but, sure. But Alf is five out of five. Yes, a hundred percent. That was the most Dark Side Scotch approved comic. Alf got an extra point for being, uh, full of Christmas cheer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bullshit. Alf is great. We all love Alf. Yep. He's my favorite Legionnaire. Well, this has been going well, yeah. and I think it's time to figure out how we're going to wrap up Supermanuary. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that we need to consult the Almighty Wheel. The Almighty Wheel. Look at all Which this they cool worshipped stuff we've on got Krypton. On there. We've got. Uh, oh, we've got. Let me like clean this up a little bit because we've got two. Uh, Entries for '90s Electric Superman, which we're, I'm gonna give, give give it a chance, which means it won't one. land on it. <laughs> which means it why I, I deleted. Which one means of we're them. gonna get one more Silver Age batch. We probably yeah. will. Most of them are goofy Silver Age nonsense. We've got a couple issues of Superman's Girlfriend, Lois Lane. We've got some World's Finest. We've got uh, four other issues of Action Comics. It's though. probably gonna be another issue of Action Comics. I'm so. hoping it's all World's Finest because it'll help my uh, Twitch stream about Super Supermanuary. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. got a movie for that. So, as always, we're going to listen to some spinning music, but this month we kind of went against uh, the normal trope of playing a spinning song. Uh, and we're just playing songs about Superman that are from my personal life, that I've experienced, songs that I actually went out and bought and paid for with my money. And we've been going in reverse chronological order. And we're back to uh, in the, the teenage years. 1997 or 1998, I was 14 or 15. While Jim Shooter was writing comic books at that age, this is what I was doing. I thought you were going to say like you weren't born yet. I, I was born in 2006, that is true, but the, 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 the timeline gets really confusing. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm a young buck, don't worry about it. Numbers can be confusing, they can lie. So can James. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I was 14 or 15, and I was listening to 89X, which is the local alt-rock station in Detroit, although it was out of Ontario. And I would listen to this, and I would play Tomb Raider 2 on the PlayStation 1. Dang, pointy boobs. Yeah, God help us all. Yes! Yep. Yep. Canadian alt-rockers Our Lady Peace, Superman's yep. Dead. I was into that at the time. I, I had their live album. Hell yeah. Uh, it hasn't aged well. It hasn't aged well. Oh, but I was fine. Our Lady Peace is great. 
Yeah. I mean, clumsy. Clumsy's yeah, a clumsy fucking. Rips. Listen, I had that. I had those first like four records, and I knew every song on those first like four records. That was just a total simp for all these bands, like all these '90s alt rock bands. In Chicago, we had Q101, and I listened yeah, we to that did. every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it, and I would play my Tomb Raider 2, which nostalgia tells me is the greatest game ever made. I would listen to Q101 and read black and white Ninja Turtle comics. I would listen to this music and go on dates. <laughs> on the good. date? Did you like go out with the simp and then go home with uh, Duplicate Lad? <laughs> Duplicate King. Yeah, I bypassed all this and just went out with Chemical King. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's, dude. That's where we're all going to end up anyway. It's fine. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. Well, we can definitely spin to this. Yeah. God help it. us all. Let's see how we're ending up <laughs> Super Manuary here. All right. Here we go. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, hey. yeah. So they're all they're all insane. All of these are insane. I, I don't know which it. one this is, but it's, it's gonna be fucked up. It's, it's not action comics. It's Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane, issue five. Oh, all right. God. Uh, oh God. Uh, okay, let me look uh, this up. Let's see what happens. Oh, oh. yes, yes. I thought this was the one where Lois turns into a black lady, but it's even better. No, that's oh. that's too problematic. This is from 1958. Another Kurt Swan cover. Sweet. Thank you, Kurt Swan. Uh, sweeping it. Uh, this is... <laughs> I feel bad about this. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, yes, this I'm is so happy. This is extremely dated. I don't even want to talk about what's on this cover. I feel so bad about this. <laughs> I'll so, say it. Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane, and featuring Lois Lane as the fattest girl in Metropolis. All right. She she's is giggling. That, she is she's, giggling. She's pretending she's not, but she's giggling. She's not I, even. I, I'm not. not it, I'm not giggling as much as just dreading <laughs> what this will be. <laughs> but you know what? Considering how much racist bullshit we managed through, I think we can do it. Right. And in fairness, there are, I think, three stories in this. She doesn't even look like a fat lady. She looks like a power lifter. Yeah. yeah. She looks fine. Like her waist isn't all that big. Yeah. Yeah, so S- Lois Lane has put on some weight, and Superman is creeping around the corner watching. Yeah, because he's into it. Yeah, which is fine, which is totally fine. He hit her but, with a uh, ray that turned her into a traditional Kryptonian woman. Yeah, I don't know. The thing is, she's looking in a mirror. She says, uh, I'd like to be like I look in this reflection in this trick mirror. And in, in, in the mirror, there's a thin version that looks like Shay. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, Shay's, really. Shay's the, Shay's the uh, trick version. You're a trick, Shay. You hear that? You just, hey, just yeah. I'm a cheap trick. Well, you oh. can either you can either be skinny Lois Lane or you could be shrinking Violet, who's a yeah. horrible person. Or you could be body you could be uh, a a power lifter Lois. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, you know what? Maybe maybe this is gonna surprise us. Maybe there's some good things in there. Maybe there's some real bo- body positivity messages. It was approved by the comics code. I assure you there is no body positivity in this fucking comic book. We're gonna we're gonna bring it to it. We're gonna yes, we're going to have to. It looks like there are three stories, and the third one is actually about Lois Lane, so we can warm up with Superman's greatest sacrifice and then the girl of a thousand costumes. His greatest sacrifice was he he laid down with a fat lady. <laughs> no. It's perfectly fine if that's what people are into. Absolutely. Perfectly fine. We're already in danger of all sorts done of it. consequences. I think every woman is beautiful in their own way. I disagree, but okay. <laughs> Look at listen to Matter Eater Lad over here. Yep. 
Yep, yep. Still has a job in the future, lad. More like it. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to be wearing a robot suit, driving around renting cars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's that's pretty good. That's how we're going to wrap up Supermanuary next week. Uh, oh, perfect. Sh- perfect. Shay, <laughs> Shay, do you have some plugs to get us out of here, please? Yeah. Uh, listen to our previous Superman episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Spotify, any other podcast app during Supermanuary and beyond. And yeah. be sure to subscribe to us while you're there. You can also listen on DarksidesCouch.com. And then after you go and look up all the flags on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, look up and subscribe to Darkside's Couch as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's it. That's Anybody it. got any final thoughts to get us out of here? I can't wa- wait to see the panel of Superman laying on top of Fat Lois. Shay? <sighs> yep. Time's off for now, Christian Crusaders. We'll talk to you next week on the couch. All right, all right, heroes of Laller, settle down. Settle down. It is I, your superior duplicate boy. Now, I know the tale of my intergalactic conquest of Shrinking Violet of the Legion of Superheroes has been making the rounds, and I can't blame you for spreading the word or for getting a little excited. It's truly an erotic journey unlike any other. So, as a gracious service to you, my comrades, I've decided to impart the wisdom of my insatiable libido using a system I learned from a 21st century Earth television show that was mercifully never broadcast in shitty 3D, am I right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're not poor. Now then, first off, you're going to want to D, demonstrate your value. Engage in a horrifying battle with the Legion of Superheroes. Let her get to see how you use those powers to easily outmaneuver her beta teammates. Put on a show, make a spectacle of it, right? Once you've done that, you're ready to move on to E, engage physically. Make an excuse to swing by the Earth's moon when you know she'll be there all alone, looking for some comfort out in the frigid, icy tundra of space where no one can hear your screams. Afterwards, you're going to N, nurture dependence. Schedule a proper date, but insist that you're going to come to her planet. See, this puts her in the position of having to wait on you, which means she won't be able to do much of anything really until you show up. Without even realizing it, she's become completely dependent on you to guide her. Now, at this point, you're actually going to pivot. You're going to pull back, which is our second N, neglect emotionally. Maybe you can't make it to your date because you got pulled away to deal with some sort of cosmic crisis. Maybe you don't even have the time to call her and let her know you might not make it. Now, you may be worried that this could lead her into the arms of some sap with his legion paycheck burning a hole in his pocket, but to this I say, good. Let him take her out, spend his space money, you know? And don't worry about losing her because you're never going to be far from her mind, especially once you, I, inspire hope. Show up at the end of her little date, letting her know that you never stop thinking about her, that you've been watching this entire time, desperately trying to get back to her, ready to create a loving future with her and her alone. Hey, and here's a time-saving bonus. She's already been out all night, courtesy of the simp, so at this point, she's ready to head straight to her quarters for a night of the sort of passionate, tender lovemaking whose legend will span the entire universe for millennia to come. Afterwards, you'll quietly fly out the window and out of her life altogether as you... S. Separate entirely. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, and I remember. Oh.